0: What is up, everybody? It's Matt from The Morning Hookah Show, uh, where we like to talk about hookah in the morning while hanging out in the morning with a hookah every Saturday, 10 or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time or whatever the guest sh- decides to show up. It don't matter. With a new topic and even sometimes a guest. Uh, I am Matt. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host on this uh, adventure. I have been a personality in the hookah industry for many years, working on different things like reviews and uh, videos, content creation, hosting different events. But uh, luckily for me this week, I do not have to do this alone. I'm really excited that I don't have not one, not two, but three very special guests uh, with me this 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 morning. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring them on to the show and start to uh, introduce them. So first, Sally, uh, otherwise known as the Shisha Savage. Um, I've known Sally for a number of years. It's uh, been a fun trip over these, uh, I don't know, it's been what, at least five, five years or six years or so? Maybe even longer yeah, than so. that crazy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks.
0: thanks for having us today. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have you guys here. Um, Sally is also known as the Shisha Savage on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, she's been uh, all over the world in the world of hookah. She's helped out with uh, brands and done reviews for many years and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, she's also helped host way back in the day, back when this was called the AM Hookah Podcast. But I think, Sally, this is the first time we have been together on a podcast. Is that am I am I am I right?
1: You're right. Um, I think this is when you had some stuff going on, and we had some scheduling conflicts. And um, when Adrian was helping you, um, and was your co-host, uh, we did a couple of things together. Um, so yeah, it's nice to finally be on with you, <laughs> the other <laughs> counterpart. Um, and I've met both of you in person, so it's it, yeah, like I'm very fortunate that the hookah community is such an awesome place, and everyone. You know is so social and everyone's willing to meet and the past couple of years getting to meet all of you so yeah super yeah. excited about this year that we can kind of touch base and really hang out
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna be talking about doing the uh after hours event, what's going to be going on at the expo in Vegas and stuff like that. But we also have two more guests that I want to get into introducing. Um, Otherwise known as Shisha with Neve. We have Neve with us. You can find her over on TikTok and Instagram. She's been working in and around the industry for such a long time. She works with Regal creating custom beautiful hookahs and with many other brands promoting and helping as well, building her own online influence, uh, coming right off from putting on the amazing Shisha Meetup or Shisha Meet, depending on how you want to describe it. She knows the events and what it goes into to creating those events. And uh, it's been an amazing time to be able to work with her and uh, to know her all these years. I drove all the way to California many, many years ago to uh, go to her lounge when it was uh, closing up. And I was so happy to be able to do that. And it was amazing to spend time with you at the Shisha Meetup as well and to work with you with that event. Um, How are you doing this morning, Neve?
2: I'm finally recovered after the Shisha Meetup. That was... That was a lot of work, but I'm happy to be here, and we had a great time, and I can't wait to talk about that. Matt did so much for us, so it was it wouldn't have been the same without you, so I'm really glad you were able to come down for that.
0: It was a lot of fun. I, I, had, a, I had a fantastic time. It was a blast to be able to go and hang out with you for all that. Um, we got some people in the chat at the moment. It looks like uh, uh, pamant or Clouds in the six to stop by. Moskati yes. is how I like to say it. Uh, is here as well. Good morning. Hope you guys are doing well. Um,
2: Hello, friends. Hello, international Hello. gang.
0: Muscoti
3: must be getting his haircut right now. He told me he was going to be watching while getting his haircut. So. Yeah, we got someone in the
0: afternoon <laughs> and someone in the morning. We got all over the globe. Muscoti yeah. Huka is in a. I'm I'm pronouncing it wrong. How do you pronounce it? It's Muscout. Muscout. Somebody save for- me. me?
2: Wallet, just- wallet. All
0: right, we're going to move on. <laughs> now we're going to introduce our third guest on today's episode. Also, we're live on Instagram, which I completely forgot just over here in the corner. I'm going to be going off of that one here in a little while. If you want to come find us, go to youtube.com/slash morning hookah, or you can find us over on Facebook where we're streaming into a couple of groups there as well. If you're on the Facebook group, which I believe you might be watching, I got cameras in all over different spots right now, you might be noticing something fun that I'll get to in just a minute. If you notice that my hands are free. Um, Yeah. So let's go ahead and rock this party. We got in what I think is the very first time for this channel. We have Brandon from Shisha Beyond Borders. Brandon from the world of hookah, Dark Side, Element. I mean, what what don't you know about hookah? What haven't you smoked before? What hookah innovation haven't you tried, seen, or been a part of in some way? I, I don't think I'm crazy. I think this is the very first time you've ever been on this channel. I don't know how it's taken this long to get you on here but I want to thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing Brandon?
3: I'm doing well. It's a little bit on the early side for me, but uh, especially for the weekend. Um usually like to get my z's in, but you know what I'm here for it, you know? I'm here for it. Um very happy to be here as always. You know, I love you Matt and uh, I love what you're doing for the community and um yeah you know been in the states for about three months now maybe even four um and you know just trying to you know i know hasn't it it's been crazy um but i'm just you know blessed to be back and with my friends and you know doing the hookah thing and just uh happy to hang out and do whatever i can for the community so Yeah, really excited about this uh, HEW After Hours event that's coming up pretty soon. You know, us and the team have been working really, really hard to bring the very best for you guys, and uh, hopefully we can come through for it.
0: Yes, uh, I'm super excited. I was trying to use my microphone in the corner and just turning the gain up, but it felt so weird having it so far away from me, especially because when I smoke, I like to mute my microphone to help so I can easily hear you guys and then also so it doesn't like rumble or anything too much. You guys are fine. Don't worry about your rumble. It's okay. There's no problem with being unsophisticated, not having a diffuser. Totally fine. I don't judge. Okay, it's 2022 after all
2: adding a diffuser if it's not on there <laughs> we we did it with eddie and Pear last week and i hated it i'm little
0: rubber star diffuser yeah I, I can't do
2: those anymore Matt,
1: really it's been too long we, we, really let's say if it's not built in we're not doing it thank really you. if it's not you heard if, it here yeah, yeah. thank you so if it's not built in no go
0: no i want to hear what other people's thoughts are about uh adding diffusers onto not previously made diffuser hookah so i have a regal obviously i have an apple on top uh carbon one they don't have diffusers I think those might be the only, I mean, I got some old KMs and stuff like that. I have a Syrian pipe recently that I picked up that don't have diffusers, obviously, but I recently got a Viper uh, diffuser. I, I don't know if that's, I think it's Viper is the name of the brand. They they make like a uh, purge valves, they make diffusers, all that kind of stuff. And okay. I bought one of those and I really like uh, what it's doing. I think that it's really nice. I put it onto my Regal and stuff like that. Is that blasphemy? Am I speaking blasphemy right now, Sally.
1: Um, I don't think it's blasphemy. I think it's personal preference, just like anything else, you know, and um, for me, it's kind of like, if it's not built in, I'm not going to bother because especially with, you know, traveling and, you know, I haven't smoked hookah in like nine months. So, you know,
0: as long as you're I smoking, think, then it's I all know, good.
1: Blasphemy. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as I'm smoking, I'm good, you know, and I kind of like the rumble of the hookah, yeah. you know, it kind of makes me feel like, oh, this is really special, like man i'm alive like i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> but it's like, I, it makes me appreciate it a little bit because you know it, it's kind of part of the experience but i mean the diffuser's nice it's just not necessary for me
0: i can understand Unless that i, I can like, respect that something. i can i, I can
1: like plastic little oh my god
0: thing. i can totally <laughs> respect that i got that i got where you're coming from we got justin in the chat over on facebook as well he says hey gang smoking tangiers cherry lime made and static starlight Woo. Get another one oh for the God. static starlight. You are doing it correct, sir. I'm not even smoking starlight this morning, so let's go ahead and go over what it is that we have in our hookahs at the moment. Are you guys just sharing one hookah at the moment?
2: No, we have two.
0: Okay, okay. What what do you guys got going on in your guys's hookah? We'll do that one first. Let's
2: start with Brandon.
3: Okay, um, I currently good? have Tangiers obviously. It's the right thing to do when you're at the barn. Yes. Um, I am currently smoking Eric's mango, lemongrass, and
2: sour lime. Ooh, I need to try that next. What the
3: No.
0: That sounds like a very good mix. Brandon <laughs> oh. is a hookah hog. He doesn't like to share. I'm just kidding. Grant Brandon. Oh,
2: why are you being so exotic
1: over
0: <laughs> He immediately this? shares. Sally, what about you? What do you got that in that hookah?
1: Um, I'm gonna be real with you. This is the most sleep I've had this week and Neve came and woke me up. So I don't know. I don't know what's in the bowl. I know I got ready in like record time.
3: What's in the bowl? <laughs> I know. So. We
0: have
2: a little bit of extreme cane mint with strawberry lemonade.
0: How Only how nice
2: or watermelon? That was my first option.
0: But. Oh well, then you're gonna probably enjoy the mix that I got going on in my bowl. I don't know what it is about this new batch of alpha cane mint, but it is so strong and so good. This new batch of alpha cane mint has been phenomenal. Like it, I, I mean. I remember what it was like smoking cane mint back in the day, and this is like reminding me of how much I used to love smoking cane mint, but I put just a tiny bit of cane mint because it's so powerful, and then I did a mix of pear watermelon and, oh, oh,
3: nice.
0: and Eric's mango, so I got Eric's mango, oh, so I got dope. pear watermelon, I got cane mint, all smoking really nicely in this bowl. If anybody is uh, smoking in the chat right now, tell us what you're smoking. If you're not smoking, what do you plan on smoking? Um <laughs> Yeah, some some fun stuff that we have planned for sure. I was under
2: pressure. I had like three minutes to go. I'll lean over. You're good. It was a tough
0: one. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye to the folks over here on Instagram right now. If you want to continue the conversation and see what's happening here on the live that's happening right now, head on over to YouTube.com slash Morning Hookah, or you can even head on over to Facebook. We are streaming there as well. And you may have noticed that I have both hands in my use right now. Did you notice that? I'm not using a hand to hold up my hose. I'm doing the, the... the next level high IQ thing. I've seen this done a few times. And recently, I saw uh, Moa Smokes on uh, Instagram pull this off. And I was like, well, I got plenty of mic stands. So I'm going to do that too. So I got a mic stand actually chilling and hanging out with me at the moment. Uh, uh, keeping my 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 uh, microphone up. Or m- not my microphone, my, my hose up. So that I can have both hands free to be dominating and chat and everything else. I feel like... I can do anything right now. The world is my oyster. That's what it feels like right now. Dude,
1: I thought you were going to pull out like a Dashini gamer hose or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm not gaming. I'm podcasting. You got to use the mic stand when you're not gaming. You got to use the, the mic stand for the podcasting. That's how it works. Nice. All right. So we have a lot of fun planned for today's episode, obviously. If you have any questions that you'd like to throw in the chat, please do that. Afros and hookahs. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. So we are going to be at the After Hours event. So let's talk about what we are going to be doing there, how others can come and hang out with us and join us. But I have some really big news. I have some exciting news, and I'm so glad that Afros and Hookahs is joining us at the moment because I got to give a huge shout out to Afros and Hookahs right now. So Afros and Hookahs, if you don't know who he is, find him on YouTube. Absolutely fantastic channel. Does amazing, great content over here on YouTube and stuff like that. Great reviews. Awesome, awesome dude. Anyways, he decided to enter into the raffle giveaway. You guys are doing a raffle giveaway for the after hours event. If you buy your ticket by the end of today. Today is the very last day, October 1st. Buy it today. You're going to be entered into a raffle to get three one of three different hookahs are available for these raffle prizes. Okay? You buy a ticket, entered into the raffle, and then what day are you guys going to be doing the raffle? Do you know is it October 5th or something like that? Um It's 20. later. There's going to be an announcement yeah, on Instagram. I Follow on Instagram, could, follow yeah, on Facebook, all letters. those things. Anyways, Afros on Hookah's is not going to be able to attend the after hours party in Vegas, but Aww. he wanted to enter into the giveaway. So he bought I'm a love- ticket and he's having yes. me give yes. it away. Yeah,
2: thank you for the support. Oh, thank yeah we you. appreciate all the love. I definitely hope you win now. I and do it too. Wasn't rigged. <laughs> I feel
0: I feel very invested in Afro's and Hookah's and I, I really hope that he wins a hookah because I think this is such a cool thing that he's doing. He's going to be he gave me the ticket. I'm going to be giving it away on Instagram. So if you're looking for a way to get a um a a ticket to get to the after hours event, we're gonna I'm gonna be doing a giveaway on Morning Hookah on Instagram. So follow me there. Obviously you need to be subscribed to the channel on YouTube and stuff like that, but there will be a giveaway that's happening to get yourself a ticket for the after hours event happening in Vegas on October 14th. Um so yeah, get your ticket today. Get your ticket today because October 1st is the very last day to get entered into that raffle. You can get tickets after the fact, obviously, but get it today. So let's talk about the After Hours event a little bit. Uh, we'll start just from like left to right. If uh, Maybe start with Sally and stuff. What is it that you're going to be doing there at the After Hours event? And what are you excited about happening in Vegas?
1: Oh, you know, I'm the after events like mascot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was actually asked along with Neve to um, handle food and beverages. So uh, my company, uh, Huckleberry Sweets and Eats, is actually catering, um, the party. So we're gonna have some really cool stuff. I have a my uh friend who's coming out with me is actually a professional chef. So um, we're gonna be getting some really cool eats together. Um, we're crafting a really cool cocktail menu. Um, one of our sponsors is actually a really cool tequila brand. So um, we, we're gonna showcase a couple of different cocktails. we uh, were kind of brainstorming. We have some fun drink names th- that fun, we're throwing around. Like surprises. Yeah, like I can never pronounce it, but we have a uh, we have like a packing with Bracken, Smash, um, or like the, um, what is it? For Paul, Tita's, uh, coke, oh, what was it? Tita's Jumbo Caponera. Yes. Um, Just just messing around like who's the real Eddie, you know, all these inside jokes we have going on. But, you know, to really showcase who's hosting the party, because, you know, we, we don't really want a lot of recognition. It's just, hey, we were able to put this together for our community, not just the Hookah University community, but for the Hookah community, which is why, you know, we'll be selling tickets until, you know, even the day of the event. But um, don't wait. But don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, and you don't want to miss it. And we do have a cap off. So, yeah. you know, we want as many people and as many of our friends there as possible. But, yeah, we're handling uh, food and beverages, which, you know, is very, very necessary to have a good time.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree. And speaking of beverages, <laughs> I guess we might as well go ahead and have you guys take the uh, customary bowl shot. Because this is what Neve is known for. And uh, you got to show off the bowl that you're using. Because normally bowl shots, if you don't know the history... Uh, Some people got drunk one time and decided to use some of their hookah bowls and pour some drink inside of the hookah bowl and then take a shot. And that that was the the day the bowl shot was born. But now we have an actual bowl shot glass. Explain this, Neve.
2: Oh, it looks like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, I've never
1: done a bull shot. This is my first.
2: <laughs> it's actually what? a shot glass. So the bottom is closed right here. And so this whole thing is your shot glass. And so it's a lot safer, less messy, a lot cuter, more functional than the traditional bull shot.
0: And more don't, liquor. Yeah,
2: and and don't try liquor. to and it. And more it's liquor.
3: What are you like are,
0: are you saying who makes these bull shots?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes? Who is it? Yes.
2: So we all know Bracken from Mats. This is his baby. And I was actually able to get my hands on some for Shisha Meetup. And I will also have some at Hookah Expo Worldwide. So come find me and support your friends. And I think it's really cool that the community has come together and something just simple and fun, you know? Yes, thank you
3: pack mats at the bottom hell yeah buddy
0: they look so cool they look very very cool so
2: these are called bull shots with a z to go along with the branding and cheers so far you can't find them anywhere yet but they will be out soon Cheers. Cheers. cheers cheers cheers
3: cheers all right let's get it all right
0: yes very very nice very nice we got some
1: (laughs) oh yeah breakfast of champions right there
0: (laughs) yes this is a very early morning show these guys are an hour behind me uh they might be multiple hours behind you or in the future depending on where you're at exactly But it is a very early morning to start drinking that wonderful tequila. The drinks and the beverages are actually going to be included in the ticket price. The ticket prices for the After Hours event is $50. You can find them at hookah-university.com. And you can find the tickets there. They're $50. They come with, obviously, the chance for the raffle if you get it by the end of today, October 1st. And you get drinks included with that. You get food included with that. There's going to be like a really fun menu with like finger food and stuff like that. And then there's also going to be lots of hookah there as well, lots obviously.
2: Feel free, though, if you're local or if you have your hookah with you, feel free. It's, you know, bring your own hookah. Um, but we also will have hookahs provided, but that's going to be obviously first-come, first-served basis because it's a lot of hookahs to have to haul around. Haul around. Yeah, yeah. So if you want a guaranteed hookah, feel free to bring your own.
0: Yes, for sure. So uh, going back to the After Hours event, obviously it's going to be October 14th. You get your tickets at hookah-university.com. Uh, it's going to be starting at about 9 o'clock, I believe, is the start time that we kind yes. of talked about.
2: Yes, 9 o'clock. And, and, and will go exactly until
0: about 1.30.
2: So, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. It, it depends on how, how lit people are getting, which is why we're trying
1: to control consumption a little bit so we can party a little bit longer and be, you know... Have our have our wits about us a little bit so we can actually yeah. network and talk to people. Yeah. But you know there has been so much work put into this event. Um, like it was almost working a full time job on top of our full time jobs, and you know not complaining. It was definitely something that needed to be done. And luckily we've built a lot of cool relationships with our sponsors and potential sponsors. We still have people coming in and saying, hey, how do we get into this event? So we've created a lot of buzz. And Neve and Brandon, especially with you know being in the industry and you know, meeting so many people internationally and locally have been such a huge part of getting these sponsors in and having those conversations. So I'm gonna let them talk about, you know, what they what they were doing in part uh, to prepare for this event.
2: Sally is way too sweet. She has put in so much work and she's actually gotten a lot of sponsors also on board. So it takes a lot of work to explain what we're doing, because this is something a little different than Hook University has done in the past but this is going to be a party for the books and it's going to be the best one i think that that they've thrown so far so yeah super exciting
3: for anybody that's ever had any kind of experience partying with us in the past you know we 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 called it the frat house for uh, for a while and we yeah. supported john and uh, his event by like kind of like uh using it as an extension of his show and kind of like bringing people together and making it a little bit more intimate and um, having
2: a place to go after the event too. exactly you there's know there's no lounge that can hold that all of the university all no, of this way, no way
3: so you know we we've always like supported uh the community in regards to like providing a, a great space for people to just bond and get together and you know have a have a drink or two and just enjoy each other's company like in a more intimate setting yes. and we want to continue that um we're gonna tone it down because you know back back when it used to be like a little bit of a rager a, a little bit of a rager Beer
2: pong Yeah, it
3: used to get really nasty, you know, <laughs> but uh, it was it was a lot of fun regardless But um, we want to make it like more uh friendly to Uh the industry as well, you know, we got to cater to both parties both the industry itself and our local community. So um, we're just kind of branching out and you know making it so you know people are able to showcase their products and showcase like their and um, you know everything that they want to do as, as well as you know cater to the community as well so that's kind of like uh, our different approach that we're taking to it now and i think it's going to be healthy uh, 100%. not only for our community members but healthy for our business as a whole
2: yes yeah. and also healthy for the activism that we do it, it really we as a community need to bring hookah into that better light and having events like this is definitely going to push us and show you know, lawmakers that, hey, we're just not some crazy party animals that go to lounges and just, you know, get crazy, you know, we're, this is a social hobby and we're professional about it and still having a good time. And a huge
1: shout out to the rest of our events community. We've been planning for months and even before everyone got on board to kind of divvy out their responsibilities and what we wanted to contribute, um, these guys really put in a lot of work and you had them on the show last week, um, Paul and Bracken um bracken kind of keeps our meetings like going on track yes. um and he kind of follows up with everyone eddie is huge with the financials and so is paul paul has been spearheading this and we are oh
2: <laughs> so sorry
1: we are ever so thankful um to paul and all the time he's put in um andrew you good? Um, <laughs> it's okay
0: say. technical difficulties are a part of the show no problem at all
2: right
1: um ELO's been a part of our meetings. Matt's been a part of our meetings. There's, you know, if I miss you guys, I'm sorry. It's, it's you been know, hectic. we don't literally, forget, yeah, 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 and Dutch. It's such a hard thing to plan a time for everyone to talk with everyone's jobs going on and trying to get time zones correct and it's wrong you know us on the east coast you know we were meeting at like 11 12 1 in the morning sometimes it you know one hour meeting turns into three because we're just getting
2: off of work over here yeah and getting home we're just so getting
1: like. off of work and we really have a lot of things we want to talk about and you know really tighten down and batten down the hatches and really like get the organization going so this isn't just something that we just threw together and said, hey, we're just going to do this after-hours thing and just, you know, whatever. Wing it. We There's are not, so much planning. Yeah, we're not making money off of this. Honestly, like, what we make is going back into the hookah community, the next year's event, if we have anything left over, and to pay the, the uh, employees that we've hired to, like, work this event. So, you know, if you have any kind of qualms about that, about, you know, oh, they're just out to make a buck, we're not, we're literally the community for the community so i just wanted to make that clear
0: yeah i think that that's really awesome i want to give a big uh, good morning to larry andrew showed up as well we got We're Aya there. little showing up in the chat as well we got all sorts of people stopping by and saying hello hope you guys are doing well if you're smoking what are you smoking if you're not smoking what do you plan on smoking later let us know uh larry uh, larry's very excited to see everybody he's like oh my gosh there's uh, sally and neve and brandon and now he wants yes. to have a toga party. Uh, Larry, I, that's I, after oh hours. That, maybe that's maybe later.
1: Maybe at the house.
0: Later on. Yeah. You know, toga.
3: recently I shared a room with Larry, and uh, boy, that he makes some sweet sleep music. You know what I mean? <laughs> sweet,
0: Larry, Larry's music. a blast. He's a great I, guy.
2: Larry sticks around because Sally has a story later on. I the have show. a story about Larry. <laughs> mm.
0: so, stick Amazing.
2: around.
3: Mm.
0: Dun,
2: dun,
0: dun. That, that man has
3: beautiful hair.
1: He does have some gorgeous locks. <laughs> he
3: does some gorgeous locks. not blocks.
1: fair.
3: I tell you, when he like pushes away from his eyes, you're like, oh, man. And
1: then are... he does this little like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nice
3: little hair flip for you.
0: It's going to be a fun time at the hour, After Hours event. Obviously, we're going to Las Vegas for Hookah Expo Worldwide. Very excited to be hanging out there. Uh, this is hook expo worldwide number five basically uh there was a little bit of a break during COVID. obviously 4.5 kind of got everything back onto the foot of of what was going to get started and now we're back into the full swing of things Uh, This one is shaping up to be a lot bigger than the last one. I think it's going to be closer to the same size as Hookah Expo 3, which is really exciting. I'm excited to see all the people that are able to come out. And obviously, it's going to be a a fun time to be doing that in Vegas. I love Vegas. I think Vegas is a lot of fun to be at and stuff. Uh, In October, it's like the perfect temperature, which is also really nice as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope to see everybody there for the After Hours event, especially during the actual uh, Hookah Expo as well. And then uh, don't forget... There's also going to be hookah battle there as well. And if you're interested in being a part of hookah battle, reach out to me, let me know, and I can help get you set up and organized to do that. There's going to be two days of hookah battle activities. The first day there's going to be some really fun stuff involving keynote and speakers and some uh, really cool industry stuff that I'm, I'm head heading up and, and getting organized. And then on the second day, we're going to have hookah battle classic, which I will be hosting alongside with the guys from hookah battle. If they're able to make it out, there's a little bit of a, possibility that they may not be able to make it because of all the things that are happening obviously around the world and stuff like that i'm hopeful that they're able to make it because uh, it'll be a fun time with them if not i will be there to be helping out with hookah battle once again and hosting that event so uh hope to see everybody there but if you're interested in being a part of hookah battle classic reach out to me let me know and i will help you get organized into that as well um besides talking about hookah battle uh, hookah expo worldwide and the after hours event because I have the three of you on and you guys all have very unique stories about hookah and stuff, I wanted to spend some time and talk about life in hookah. Let's talk about hookah and the time that we have had traveling around the world of smoke, places that we've been able to go to and able to do something that we did not think that we'd be able to because of hookah. And what I really think is uh, really interesting is that there are mixes that we've probably tried from around the world when traveling that we're not really sure if we're going to be able to try again. So I want to touch on that as well, if possible. Um, I want to go ahead and start just throwing out some topics that we can kind of just kind of grab onto and start uh, enjoying the conversation about. We'll start with Brandon a little bit, and then we'll kind of move our way down, and we'll we'll go back and forth and stuff. But uh, where's the most interesting place that you have ever smoked? Brandon, I know that you have literally traveled the entire globe to smoke hookah where are some of the most interesting places interesting things that you've done involving hookah um
3: there's a couple of places and yeah. i think i shared all that with uh with neve in luckily the past. yeah luckily. yeah um i i think that hookah box and hookah box aviator are some of the most coolest lounges that i've ever experienced in, my in life. russia yeah definitely like you have to have a secret code in order to get in uh, so, if you ever want to make a reservation there, they'll give you, they'll text you a code and be like, hey, this is the code to get in.
2: Go to the phone booth or go to the vault door. Yeah, exactly. And it's like,
3: what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, in and, and, um, Hookah Box, they have this blast door that's like a solid steel and Massive. in order, yeah, huge, and it's really heavy to get in. And, uh, luckily I I have a code that I can get in anytime I want to during, uh, (laughs) during normal operating hours, obviously. Um, so they, they said, Hey, you just use this code and you come in whenever you want. So I was like, so blessed to have that. Um, hookah box aviator is more of like the aviation, uh, side of the house. So there's like a phone booth right outside where you kind of like pick up the phone and like dial a number and then it allows you to go in. Oh, that's cool. That is very cool. And (laughs) I, I think the. The most like bonding I've ever done in when it comes to like hookah, because you know this is a very social kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, is definitely our Airbnb.
0: The and Airbnb. The yes. Airbnb
3: was so fire. Mm-hmm. Like we had like 15 hookahs going like at all times and we just like gassing up the place. And uh it was just so fun because we would have people over from uh, you know, that bowl manufacturers mm-hmm. and vendors and, and just all these people that were just really interesting to talk to. Uh, some people didn't speak English too well, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> so we're just have happy time. to have, we're just happy to have their company and their time. So. Um, we would like try new things out. We would just pick up a bunch of random stuff over at Peter Smoke or Smoke Lab, yeah. and we would just like try out new things. And it was just so much fun to be able to experiment with those flavors and to like get a feel for what this brand is all about, like the general composition, and uh, to try and make something interesting out of it. Some of the best mixes I've ever had were kind of out of that Airbnb. Like you really get surprised, you know? And when we get the wheels turning and we start yeah. like expressing our creativity, and um, like being able to experience like how Neve mixes something, which is usually terrible, and then uh, <laughs> I'm, just I'm not going
2: to defend myself. I'm, be- he's I'm, right.
3: messing, <laughs> I'm messing with you. Uh, but you know when we have these other hookah masters that come in from like that work lounges, or you know people that have like uh, big expertise in like Russian tobacco as well as like Tangiers yep. as well. We can't exclude that. Um, and when they create something, it's something really special to me. So. Those are the Hookah Box, Hookah Box Aviator, and definitely our notorious Airbnb. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think for me, just in general, like I've been to some amazing places. Japan has a unique hookah scene. There's some really cool lounges I visited. Germany, great hookah scene, but Russia still to this day for me, takes the cake. Mm. I had the most amazing experiences in Russia and I can't just name one, you know, obviously the ones Brandon named were amazing, but overall the experience is completely different. And one you didn't mention that i really like also was we're in this courtyard of like apartments and there's like cars and stuff and i'm like i don't see the lounge and he's no not 10 no no and so we go to this little tool shed against this building and and brandon goes it's in this tool shed and i'm like there's a lounge in this like little tool shed but you've got to be kidding me you're 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 messing with me right now like this is sketchy it's the middle of the night and he's like no (laughs) open the door and I was like, there's creepy stairs going to a basement. I'm scared. We get down there, and the ceiling is so low. The hallway <laughs> is, like, so narrow to get to this, like, bigger room. And that experience was amazing because they had this big wheel with, I don't know what it said because it was all in Russian. And they're trying to their best to communicate. But you play a game to pick your flavor. Mm-hmm. And then he came over later and changed the flavor with the remember the dropper of yeah wine? yeah like it's
3: like almost like the vape juice or something like that where yeah. he would like lift up the tray and like squirt a little bit of juice in there to kind of like change things up
2: and he turns to me and cuz it was this whole story and so he turns to me after he does that and he's like okay try your hookah i didn't know he had done anything so i try it and i'm like okay what just happened what did you do that's the same hole and he's like are you ready to take a germy, j- journey journey in time journey. and i was like what is going on <laughs> like alice in wonderland
1: yeah I'm it wondering. was like
2: <laughs> such a cool experience and you can't put into words how amazing it was so you know
3: i think it's basically the passion that single hookah master had
2: yeah right
3: where he he's had the deck of cards where he'd be like all right pick this pick this and he's like trying to play a game with you and and that's kind of cool like how we would draw these equivalencies towards like uh speakeasies and like picking out hookahs where like some speakeasies you don't really get allowed to order a single drink you get to tell the bartender a little bit about yourself and because of that story, he will create something for you. Um, so that is kind of like a cool little aspect. You don't get to choose brands. You have, you have a, um, you have no clue clue what the guy's going to make for you. And you usually have a, um, a safe word, which would be like a, a a flavor that you wouldn't smoke no matter what. So we can make sure that it's not in the mix. If it makes you like sick, like for me, like coconut is like my, no go right coconut coconut yeah it's terrible and uh (laughs) uh so i would say yeah coconut would be my safe word he'd be like got you don't worry about it and then you bring out something you don't know what it is and it's kind of like it brings a discussion around the bowl like what is this yeah what am i getting and it's different like each time you pass the hose like well i'm getting a little bit of this i'm getting a little bit of that yeah and uh It's just something special. And I think we need to like kind of migrate that kind of ideology to the states. Do you think something
0: like that would work somewhere in the states, somewhere that is very popular with hookah, maybe something like a a large area like Miami? I know Andrew, our friend who lived in Miami and would tell us all these stories about the different culture in Florida and stuff like that when it came to hookah. Obviously, Vega has a very good uh, scene for hookah as well. So does California and stuff. Could you see something like this idea working in some of these larger hookah areas?
2: I feel like Miami possibly LA has a great hookah scene but this is the one thing once they like something that's what they stick with so you have regals with predator bulls with KFC that's it that's what you're getting at the good lounges because that's what people you know that's what they enjoy. And so they kind of stick with that. And so
0: I was surprised be- by how much KFC, if anyone doesn't know cashmere peach Foreplay play on the peach and cane mint is what KFC stands for. And I was shocked. I wasn't shocked. I was prepared for the most part. Yeah. everybody in California was smoking KFC. Every other bowl that I would try, like, what are you smoking? And I would take it up and I'm like, why did I even ask? There is no need <laughs> yeah. to ask that question at all.
1: It's, yeah. And it's interesting that you bring that up because that's the Larry story. Is, you know, we were all chilling at Oasis after Hookah Expo uh, Worldwide 4.5 um, the first night. And, you know, everyone's smoking a bowl. Hookah University people were just, like, chilling. You know, we're just mixing and mingling. And, you know, we're sharing bowls. So, you know, Larry had a hookah going. And he's like, oh, here you go. And Larry, you know, good guy. Love that guy. Super cool. Beautiful locks. Love Larry. My drinking you know. buddy. Yeah. Super cool guy. He handed me that hose. And Jesus, I thought I was going to die. And here, listen, I'm hashtag four cole gang, okay, and so is Brandon, and we smoke hot, but Jesus effing Christ, do not, underline, do not ever smoke with Larry unless you have your own bowl, because there's a reason that man smoked so freaking hot, and he was smoking KFC, and that is the reason I do not like KFC, <laughs> so... I, I don't know. Fight me. Change my mind. I mean, I'll try it again, but I will never smoke from Larry's hookah again unless I am dying. So, Larry, love you, dude, but I, I don't like passing the hose with you, man, because you...
0: Larry told I, me that the reason why he smokes... Fire, the reason why Larry yeah, like, smokes so hot, the reason why he told me is he doesn't like, want... like
1: Larry shouldn't even waste money buying hookah shisha. Like, that's already like made and flavored. You should just buy Virginia leaf tobacco, <laughs> put it in a bowl, and just set that crap on fire. <laughs> like, that's how he smokes.
2: He, he told me <laughs>
0: the, the reason why he smokes that hot is because he doesn't want to share his bowl. Therefore,
1: Exactly, and I found it, out the hard, hard way. Sure. If he
0: smokes he that hot, no one will that want that smoke to smoke with him, him. So but, he does it on purpose.
1: A, but this is a PSA. Do not smoke with Larry unless you have your own bowl. So there's a
2: method to his madness.
0: <laughs>
2: don't don't find out the hard way. With the whole could we bring that experience here from Russia? I think it would take the whole experience because there's certain things you could implement but it's not going to be the same. You can implement the games and and them picking the flavors for you and getting to know you and all that jazz but if you had a lounge like Hotbox Aviator mm-hmm. and people have that whole experience of they need the code and it's a speakeasy and it's secretive and the whole theme inside is just insane they take the theme to the next level yeah it's like disneyland i think people would appreciate it it could be done but not in every area it would it would take you know miami or california i think
1: and let's be real like you said people are set in their ways they know what they like they smoke what they like and you know your rule your rules But that's the thing i think that would be really hard for people is to put that trust in somebody you don't know and immersing yourself in that kind of experience and like you said kind of like disneyland do it every once in a while but could it sustain i don't know if it would be sustainable but i think it would be really cool for somebody to really like spearhead that and give it a try because you never know unless you try
3: Yeah. yeah i think it's basically like building trust with your hookah master yeah um and you know you come to these speakeasies to get an experience yeah right if you want to smoke your own brand, your own thing, you know, th- I'm sure that's fine. But, you know, we have to develop this element of surprise, this element of uh, speciality that um, kind of allows, you know, other people to express creativity. The 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 kind of hookah culture in California is that, you know, they know how to pack bowls and they they take orders. Right. Yeah. They're like, hey, wh- white what gummy you bear. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I got you um but
2: i think with the higher end lounges too that we're seeing in california specifically la we're seeing a lot of really nice lounges popping up that have really nice mixologists that are doing craft cocktails and the dinner is amazing and they have russian hookah brands so i think slowly as the time is changing and with the age limit going up we're seeing people that want quality and they're willing to pay more for it because that's another culture
0: is going to naturally change with the age of hookah changing. It really is. I mean, this used to be something that like college kids would be able to kind of get introduced to and start smoking and stuff like that at 18. But with the age limit being turned up to 21, we're now going to be changing the atmosphere of that and making it something that is more akin to something like drinking and stuff, which, you know, there's, there's crazy people that drink obviously and stuff, but I mean, there's also a lot of sophisticated surrounding the world of alcohol and stuff with spirits and liqueurs and cocktails and mixing drinks and stuff like that so i think that we could definitely see a change in the perception and the way that hookah is done in an overall uh feeling because of the fact that the age limit for hookah has turned to 21 years old now
2: yes
1: Yes. and let's be real like you know all of us we kind of started out with the fruits and then we go to mints and you know we don't really like anything outside of that until we kind of mature in the hookah community and kind of become enthusiasts in our own rights and you know now it's like we talk about insane flavors that we would have never thought about smoking me was talking about tomato you know you see like Tangiers bacon there are some people out there who really love it you know what i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bash them nobody
0: actually liked bacon that was just a meme
1: (laughs) but you know what i mean like sage and all these things like i remember when brandon was talking to me about sage like four years ago or five Mm -hmm. years ago like brandon's the one who introduced me into the russian hookah market and this dude for everyone. yeah <clears throat> this dude like you have to thank him because he's like the godfather of russian hookahs in the u.s like we would not have the access that we have now to brands like german brands russian brands like mig Hoob, um uh matt Pear, vz because brandon was talking about these places like before they even got popular and he was really bringing a lot of awareness to them and he hyped me so much that right before Hookah Ex- like the first hookah expo, I actually bought a Matte Pear from Peter Smoke yeah. And it was the best purchase I ever made. And it's just like some and of that the was flavors. And yeah, and this was before Dark yeah, and Element yeah. and all these brands were available here. And I think we were talking about um, there was another Brad Spectrum that we were talking about. Yeah, and they right were doing right. some really cool stuff. And yeah. you know, I'm really thankful that I got exposure to that because, you know, who knows? I might still just be smoking off Acker. If people
2: are not asking for it, then online vendors aren't going to bring it in. And so we as a community are changing the hookah game just because you have someone like Brandon saying, Hey, I ordered this from Russia. I went to Russia. I tried this. You guys got to try it. Word spreads. Online vendors go, Oh, okay. We need to pick up that product, you know? And so I think that's what's going to change the hookah community and hookah scene.
3: I remember back in the day um, before the vendors started picking up like Russian products. I used to, like, organize group buys. Yeah. Right, where, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was in one of your yeah. group buys. And I noticed that these vendors are starting to jump in. They're like, hey, yo, let me try and get some of that. You know, let me try and do this. Let me try and do that. And I was able to get a discount for these guys, you know, because we're ordering a little bit in bulk. I guess we're, like, 15 to 20 pieces at a time. And um, and it's opening them up to a new market. That exactly. They're not so they actually get, you know, it's not, it's not just about, you know, uh, taking everyone's word for it and just picking it up. These guys are actually putting the money down to get these products in hand so they could try it themselves. And because of that kind of positive, um, positive output, every, you can't, you can't name a vendor that doesn't carry Russian products now, right? You can't, there's, there's a handful that actually illegally um, uh, carry Russian tobacco. Um, And you know, if, if it's now you're able to get it, Right, which is I'm so happy that people can actually get what they want yep. instead of jumping through loopholes and like reaching out to like individuals in Russia and be like, hey can I get? Shout out 50? to the plug. Shout out to the plug, yeah. right? But
1: you're like you're like the the hookah, like the like you must feel that sort of like warm fuzzy inside when you see what's going on now in the hookah industry and with our community where you open that door up for us and saying, Hey you I'm, know, like yeah. my I'm, first Russian hookah was a Hoob, and you got me connected to those guys. And mm-hmm. you know, it was, it's intimidating going on a Russian website and trying to order stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Russia, yeah. It's and, super scary. But like, <laughs> shout out to those guys at Hoob, Like, you know they make it such a fire friendly experience no matter where you're at and you know the group buys you mediating and you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it was so it hard to get my work. hands on yeah. a BZ and it takes work yeah it's it takes a lot of work so Larry
0: says me. that he's actually smoking Kismet Black Forest right now mm-hmm. and it is a great oh, flavor.
3: Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yo, Larry, I ain't shitting unless it's fucking Uruhu. Uruhu <laughs> Kismet Uruhu is flavors. fire what is it? I haven't tried Uruhu that. is like Swahili for freedom. Or independence, depending okay. on uh, how you translate it. Okay. So um, it's such a good flavor. I tried it at TSM.
2: Aww. Shout out to TSM. Okay.
3: Um, and boy, I couldn't put that hose down. It was really hard for me to pass.
2: I wish I tried so, it. So, tismet
3: I don't know what it is, but it is so good. So good. Definitely spit out.
0: Yeah. Larry says that he had a, uh, is great as well. He said that he also had the Shisha meetup. Um, you know, it is so, so exciting now that we'd see the infiltration. We've been seeing it for many years now at this point and be, beyond seeing all the hookahs make it into the U uh, S market and stuff. We're also now seeing a lot of the uh, tobaccos make it into the U.S. market. Some of them finding ways to get in here, obviously, through different means and stuff. But we do have a variety of stuff that we're seeing, which is exciting. You now have the opportunities to try some of these other brands that are are worldwide and stuff. And that's something that's so interesting about the U.S. market is that we have this wide variety. There's no need to stop now, Neve. There's no need to stop. Go right ahead um we're
1: going to brunch after this so um so if you don't mind going back on topic so we can um we don't want to keep you on online for like four hours which we could but we're not i would love to spend some time with your family but the most interesting place that i've smoked is probably at the barn or with hookah john um at the warehouse shout out to hookah john the hookah expo worldwide look at that man opening up doors um, I was actually at the first Suka Expo, and it's we were actually reminiscing and watching videos from the first Suka Expo, and it's so crazy how big this event has grown, but
2: having so many videos. Yeah, last night. having
1: John pack a bowl for me or having me pack a bowl for me was so interesting. and it's just like <laughs> interesting to see like how people pack their bowls, what setups they give you, um, just the environment that you're in. You know, and also shout out to Kyle Smith from um, Relics Bowls. Relics. Yeah. That was another thing, uh, another place that I've smoked that was super interesting because I haven't really been outside of the U.S. to smoke hookah, and I hope to eventually, re- you know, Brandon's been trying to get me on the Russia train for a long time now to go to hookah club show. Um, I mean, it just it never, never hasn't happened yet. But yeah, one of, a of a these lot lot years. Of but, <laughs> you know, smoking with Kyle, that's actually where I met Adrian for the first time in person, and Jessica Canary and her husband, Killian, um and just meeting up and just chilling like there are times i go to raleigh and i'm just like hey kyle you up for a bowl and he'll be like yeah come on over and he'll pack a bowl for me and he's so intricate he has his like home theater that he smokes out of and he has like the coolest setup he has like hose extenders like through his couch and what? he'll set up the hookahs in his office and he'll have these hose extenders coming out to the couch so you can watch a movie you can Netflix <laughs> and chill wow Yeah, yeah. You literally just, you know, enjoy your time and like not worry about the hookah's knocking over and stuff because it's behind you like at his office. That's so you know, I feel like this mic stand is so petty now. It's like it's like three of these. I feel like
3: Um, it's not and it's not like it doesn't restrict
1: yeah, it doesn't restrict your draw. It's it's super cool, but you know, like domestically like I think that those are the best experiences, like you guys said, with the Airbnb is just when you get together with your friends. No matter what. They're like, hey, pack me a bowl. Like, I packed Neva Bowl the other night, um, and it was, I just, I really enjoy the mixology portion of packing a bowl. It's like food and beverages to me. It's just, the pairing has to be right, right? But you got to experiment. So I literally walked over to our chain gear stash, and I just picked stuff out, and I think I packed um, cashmere um, black, cashmere guajaba, papaya sorbet. I said that really weird. Papaya sorbet, dark plum, and a sprinkling of extreme cane mint. Oh it was gosh. like, yeah, yeah, 4.5. Um, and, you know, she weird. was like, oh, God, what is this? I, sm- oh, cool. I, s- I smell cashmere, but, like, what, what else do I taste? And, like, you know, that's the fun part of it is just what's your palate like? You know, you might not like floral, but maybe after you taste the mix that I gave you, you're just like, oh, I might need to look into this.
2: And that's what I love yeah. about all of our events is I just kind of s- stick with – what I like at home and make it simple and fast and easy because I'm usually working. But going to the, these events, that's the best time is going and trying different people's hookahs because you have no idea what you're going to get. And when it's always something new. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know, when people get to travel, Larry came back from Germany and has all these cool flavors. So it's like when you get to travel and bring stuff back to share with your friends, that's like the coolest experience because not everyone has access to these flavors, you know?
0: Yeah. And I can definitely speak to what Sally's saying about. Being able to travel because, like, I haven't gone outside of the United States either, except for to Ireland, which was a fun and exciting time, and it was definitely a bucket list. I was able to find a hookah lounge to go smoke at, so that was a ton of fun. I just smoked Smell Fokker there out of just a knockoff Alpha, but it was still fun because I was I was seeing the world abroad and stuff like that. Yeah. But I can definitely say the same thing that you said, Sally. Like going to Hookah John's warehouse and smoking there was like going to Mecca to a certain extent. Like I've been watching. Yeah his videos for such a long time and to be in that place and to be there as a representative of the hookah community and somebody that's been doing stuff around it and, and a personality and stuff like that's exciting. Like being able to, to make that next step and, and to do those kinds of things and stuff, hanging out at all the Airbnbs that we've ever been to is just an amazing time. Uh, honestly, like going to the regal barn was like finding, Your home. Like that was like one of the most amazing experiences that I've ever had. I've traveled to California. I've traveled to New York. That was a ton of fun. I, I I literally went to New York with the sole purpose of going and smoking hookah. And that was a lot of fun. You know, going to the gala event, the THL put on and stuff like it was just a, an amazing time. I traveled all the way. Uh, almost a thousand miles just to go and smoke some Zomo because I love hookah. <laughs> because I love hookah, you know that's the, yeah. that's the big reason why I did that and stuff. I actually have a fun story about going to New York. So I go to New York, <clears throat> meet up with a bunch of people, really fun time. Though I got to hang out at at uh, Chris, uh, a good friend of ours. Uh, that's where I stayed a lot, a lot of time. I stayed at this really crazy hotel that was only big enough for a bed that I snuck was you
2: yeah yeah I remember those pictures <laughs> yeah yeah That the, was scary. the
0: room was only as big as you could like stretch your arms out like there it was not it was so tiny and I snuck uh, a good friend of ours his name's Daniel I snuck him in so that he could spend the night on the floor because there was just enough room to do that uh got way too drunk in in New York City don't ever ask about that story you'll never hear the, all the details mainly because I don't know all the details but, um, let's get
2: the, let's get the after after hours party. <laughs> when, when
0: we, when I made it to New York city and we're at the Zomo event and stuff like that, I, I look around the room and stuff and I see one man over in the corner and I see Arby, he came down to New York as well. And I see him smoking out of a hookah and I'm like, Hmm, what's this guy doing over here? And I went and sat down right next to Arby because I knew no matter what the event was on. He was going to be smoking Tangiers, so I immediately went over to him just so I knew that I could be smoking Tangiers with him. It was a lot of fun. That event was fantastic, traveling to New York, going to Hookah John's Warehouse to smoke, obviously, going to the Regal Bar. And, like, these are exciting places as hookah enthusiasts and smokers and stuff like that. So I definitely I, – I know exactly what you mean when you say those things, uh, Sally. Um, and
2: for us, like – of us take it for granted i definitely do and so when we're talking about the questions last night you know sally was like i told her my answers and she's like well i've been to like john's warehouse i've been to the regal barn and i'm like you know what now that i think about it there's so many people out there that you know are want to come here they want to see the place you know and they may not have that opportunity to and it's always open to anyone that's traveling you know but we definitely take it for granted a little bit and as enthusiasts, we are really lucky, I and mean, especially for us in California, we get to go to these places a lot more than people that don't live here. So, you know, I'm really happy that I'm really blessed that we get to do that. And now, Brandon's here, so you're a part of it, you know, because yeah, living in Qatar, it was like. You're so out of the loop. It's like, you get to come to Expo maybe, you know, that's a big trip. And it's like, you know, you have to choose your vacations that year.
0: Oh, man. When Brandon showed up at Hookah Expo 3, I was so happy to see that man and give him a big old bear hug. That was such a great time. When he pulled up into that house, I was just like, oh, my God, Brandon.
3: It was. It It made it extra special because of the, you know, the the amount of time and effort and money it took to get there. Right. So when I was the-
2: cheaper to travel for you, right?
3: 10 times cheaper. Yeah. Right? So it was just a, it was a blessing to be able to link up with the community. Cause I just knew people do like my Facebook lives back in the day. Yeah. And I remember I used to go live like all the Dude, that's, time. Dude, that was the epic. Time.
1: And it was yeah.
2: like, every time he went live, like once a day, it was a new package, a new unboxing, a new hookah, a new, and I'm like, how is this guy doing here's my 40 hookahs
1: i'm trying to downsize and then all of a sudden you see like 20 more hookahs that are like brand new and you're like holy crap this guy
3: i've considerably scaled
0: this is the
1: (laughs) the monopoly man like literally like he had so many different pipes every product yeah every product everything
0: so this is a
1: oh you're you have a question about that product i'm gonna buy it yeah (laughs) Yeah. for the community
0: for the community uh so here's another question that I think is going to spur a lot of fun uh, conversation if we can think of one. What is a mix bowl that shots. you had one time? Oh, bull shots. Go right ahead. Go. Uh, I'll drink my my coffee cheers, to you cheers. guys. What is a what, what what is a mix that you had one time that you're not sure if you're ever going to smoke again because of e's ability to g- get that obviously, or just for whatever reason? Um, I- I'll start. Huh, what you
2: already heard my story.
1: Can't yeah, heard- you see. You already heard my story.
0: Okay, okay. Well, no, no. This is a positive one. This is one that you want to try again, but it's difficult to get. You you you're not sure if you're going to be able to smoke this this uh this mix again. For me, oh,
2: uh I, I may have misunderstood the assignment last night <laughs> when we're coming up with our questions. Hater. So I'm just gonna go with my story because okay. I can't pick up anything off to the top of my head. Go right ahead access to most stuff so we're in russia airbnb massive room all the hookah's going and i'm sitting near brandon and they're smoking i'm smoking and all of a sudden this just big cloud just slaps me upside the head and i immediately ran out of the room. I thought I was going to throw up. I was like, what was that? So good. It was... So I come back. I can't sit near him. I don't even want to try the hoover because I'm like so traumatized. I was like, what is this Like sweaty meat taste in my mouth? So you were smoking Bonch salami. salami. I don't know if it was mixed with anything. Oh. But I can't do it. Just charcuterie board in your mouth. It's just... so good. They got it spot on. If you like salami, I love salami eating it, but... Smoking it was not for me. Oh my gosh, I think so it was good. because you were having salami last night that you were like talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when we
3: were doing the charcuterie boards with the with the pickled vodka and stuff yes. like that. Oh yeah. That stuff's
2: good. But so smoking good. it, you know, and Paul, Paul had it at his house when we mm. had our meetup at Paul's mm. at the beginning of COVID. Mm. He goes, Pick any hookah you want, grab a hose, set it up, you know, pack a bowl. So I'm doing it. Packing cashmere block. I sit down, I take a hit, and same reaction. I'm like who the hell is smoking salami out of this hookah? That stuff, throw the hookah out. There, it, it's <laughs> gonna be ghosted it by takes, salami yeah. forever. It goes the the so thing
3: bad. about yeah, the thing about bon salami is that it definitely ghosts to hookah. It, stainless steel, uh, oxy. The thing about
0: it, salami is,
3: yeah, it it, yeah. It's, it sticks around for a while. Like it takes at least a couple of weeks of like cleaning the hookah out, like every other day, yeah. and not using it for anything else uh for it to actually go through and i think that's a lot of reasons why brands don't pick it up like lounges don't pick it up because the because of what happens to the pipe afterwards yeah
2: and for me like the most unique flavor i tried was russia and i don't think i'll have access to it soon but i really enjoyed it was tomato by Severo. About, yeah, Severo. I really love that brand. And there's a lot of people, I'm not going to name any names, but they're like, it's not strong enough, blah, yeah, blah, blah. It's light. So they just came out with their black wine mm-hmm. And I really want to see, like, what it's about. Let's because I really, it. I really, I really like some of the flavors. And their tomato, thyme, amazing.
3: Fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really, definitely a very good uh, brand. I think that it's really soft for it what is, it is. Yeah. So if you're, like, uh, really into the heavy, you know, the nicotine, flavors are good. The nic- a, nicotine uh, yeah. kick. But you can like load the heat on it, and it's not going to change anything, which is something that I appreciate. Yeah. Um, except for you're going to get bigger clouds, you know. Maybe. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's it's really good for what it is. And I remember when we were like stuck at the server booth for a while, just just working our way down the the flavors. <laughs> they
2: had like over 150 hookahs.
3: There's so many. Not even
2: joking. One booth, 150 hookahs. So
3: many. At so an many. expo. Yeah. And they, uh, their their flavor lineup is excellent. Like some of the some of them were repeats, right? Because yeah. they don't have 150 flavors. Yeah. But like maybe they'll have three hookahs with the with the same flavor. Yeah. Um, it, it was really good, really soft, really fun, enjoyable. Um some people might come off and say it's a little bit vapey.
2: Yeah, I guess. I could see that. Yeah, I could, I see, could that. see that.
3: Um, and that's cool. Um, but it's overall it's a high quality brand. There's a lot of like for me, um uh unsung kind of brand that no one really talks about that I really enjoy is uh, Mongol Group. Okay. And I don't know if anybody knows Never Mongol heard Group. Of them. Um it's basically it's ran by a by a guy. I, I forgot his name. Forgive me it's uh impronounceable. Um, <laughs> but it's it's from Mongolia. And they do a lot of business in Russia. I I don't think it's, like, legal to sell in Russia yet, but they they have, like, the brand floating around, which is really fun. They have a really good baseline that's, like, the the cigar only flavor. And it's probably the best base I've ever had. Like, it's really, really good. Like, unflavored, just regular good quality leaves. And uh, it's really, really fun to smoke. Uh, I think that's an unsung hero. And I I think it's impossible to get a hold of. (laughs) Uh, so I haven't I haven't been able to actually smoke it since I went to John Caliano Christmas Festival uh, when I went there a few years ago, yeah. and it was so much fun and uh, just to be able to talk to him I, I interviewed him on my um on my she should be on borders yeah. channel so it was uh, really good he actually went to college in California. Yeah, yeah, So it was really, really cool to be able to connect. hang out with them, yeah, and connect. It was so much fun. Um uh,
0: Larry says that the only savory savory flavor that they've enjoyed is fried cashew and king corn. He said it takes oh, it back to so Thanksgiving bad. with it his grandparents. Yeah, I believe yeah, it's duck. Yeah.
3: First of all, corn is whack. Um it's <laughs> terrible. Elote. Come on, it's terrible. Thank you. Yeah. Corn is, is is terrible. It's terrible for you. Okay. There's there's nothing nutritious Agreed. about it um zero I love
2: regular corn Uh, no I mean you can't
1: digest it so I I understand what you're saying it's terrible
3: it makes like terrible no it's not a good
1: I mean I think that's something that I would want to try because everyone was on that 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 elote flavor train for a while on hookah University like I remember people talking about it like the king corn and like
0: boiled corn and yeah
1: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So that's something that I would like to try. I haven't tried yet, but I feel like any dark side, I would definitely love to try again. Like, I was fortunate enough for Paul to send out some dark side to me because Brandon's been hyping up dark side for such a long time. Like, I really enjoyed Supernova. I really enjoyed Polar Cream. It's just the flavors. Like, you can't put it into words because Russian tobacco is on a different level. It's just different. And, And, like, you know, like Tangiers, American tobacco, like, there's something about it. Like, it keeps you you know, keep you keep buying it, you know, mm-hmm. there's something about it. And there's something Addicted. about yeah, it's addictive. Yeah. I mean and, and, and it's not outside of sense. the nicotine. <laughs> well it's outside of the nicotine. Yeah. But Tangiers especially does such a great job of how flavors translate into the smoke and how it tastes. And I feel like dark side does a really good job of that. About yeah. hey, this is the flavor that we're making and this
2: is how it translates, and it really does. Like, yeah. And that's something we don't have access to from our vendors yet.
3: The beautiful thing about Tangiers and um, that I that I genuinely appreciate is, it's not just like the quality of the tobacco itself or the flavoring, it's the feel that you get out of it. You know, the, the body vibes, you mm-hmm. know? The, when, I, when I smoke Tangiers, it just puts me at rest. I, I can't get that from any other brand, any other brand. And that's something that's like really special about Tangiers and that's always something that I'm gonna appreciate Like if you if you look at my cabinet right now, it's like must-have Tangiers and I got some element in there, but like if I want a good feel I'll always go Tangiers, always go Tangiers I think we all
1: kind of have brands that we kind of go to for specific purposes like You know if I want to reminisce and be nostalgic and really appreciate the roots of my hookah career if I want to call it that I smoke Al Fokker and Al Fokker has been generous enough to be our, our platinum sponsor for this event. Um, little shameless plug there, sorry. But, I mean, really, though, I mean, we were watching old hookah review videos. Like, we literally, went, like, I gave Neve like, a history lesson of my career and why I became a reviewer watching Jake Jacobson on Hookah Rev, watching Eric Thomas on Hookah Nuka, watching Huka AOJ, Nuka. Uh-huh. and okay, I was okay. like, dude, there's people that look like me or that, that are doing reviews. Like, what the heck, this is awesome. And some of the stuff that, you know, they smoke, it was, you know, like, Al Fokker, Starbuzz, Social Smoke, Shiazo, like. Yeah, these, Shiazo. there was some brands And there's these brands that, like, you really, yeah, Shisha Royale. My first ever review was Shisha Royale. OMG s'mores at the Bring Please the Fire channel. Yeah, Bring the Fire. Those guys. Bring it was fire. so funny. Best um, review
2: I've ever seen. Very honest.
1: And Ten that's where that's where the savage came from. Yeah, I, I'm a little too honest, and you know maybe that's why Neve says you know brands don't want to send you stuff, Sally, because you're too honest. You're I'll too send savage. you all the samples. But you know it just makes you appreciate like your history and you know it's it's like a hookah education. You know like you know it's like going to college. And, and really discovering come. things and like, yeah, seeing where we're at, we're like, you know, doing your master's degree and <laughs> doing your, your, you know, doctoral like uh, thesis and just like really looking back and appreciating the steps that you took and the the moves and the stones that you had to step on. To get to where you're at. Like I would have yeah. never imagined.
3: Kiss a, being able to... Kiss a lot of frogs. Kiss a lot of frogs.
1: I would have never imagined smoking some of the things that I've smoked, you know, owning some of the hookahs or smoking out of some of the hookahs that i smoked out of. Like, like who would have known that I would have bought a matte pair, a BZ, a hoop, like jumping on that train when you know I started out with like my Starburst Enterprise and like, you know, a KM hookah or like my little pumpkin hookah mm-hmm. that I got in New York while I was there back in 2014. Yeah. Like you know, I do appreciate that—that that certain brands makes you nostalgic and makes you really appreciate like your
3: roots. Yeah. yeah. Another cool thing about our uh, platinum sponsor <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, definitely when I was at TSM. You know, shameless plug again. TSM, read up. All right, look appreciate it up. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, hey George. Good morning. So, hey, George, we're at, we're
2: at the barn right now. If you guys can <laughs> tell. Yeah. Or? Taking over George's house like usual. Yeah. Shout out to our shout out to George podcast sponsor today. <laughs>
3: hi George. Good morning. Kiss kiss. Um. So a cool thing about our about our. Hi George. Hi. He says hi. Um, they got some exciting things underway, right? That um, that I usually wouldn't be too excited about for all FACA. because I, the thing is about mm-hmm. Focker, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. There's no question about it and you're going uh, but, to get
2: that every time though. But they
3: had some experimental flavors that they were that they were sampling over at TSM that was like, "Okay, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. I like it." So I was giving them my feedback mm-hmm. and uh kind of like, "Hey, if you want to sell a lot, go with this. You know, yeah. if you want to go for more of a niche uh, you know, community, Please. go with that." You know, yeah. and I just I just uh was giving my feedback. So, uh, another cool thing about like Fumari, was uh, they were there as well. Um their Min is Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Not so much. Back the, and the,
0: mint. The,
3: yeah, not so much the passion fruit sangria. I like oh, that. I like
0: the passion I, fruit.
3: I, liked I did that not a little like
1: that one more it.
2: than actually the mint.
1: But listen, my like one of my top flavors is Fumari Mojito Moho. Yeah. That was literally my first ever review on YouTube, and they sent me that first batch that they made. And I forgot to mention you, Fumari. I'm so sorry, Sam. Love, Love you, guys. you, Sam. <laughs> but you know they're based here out of San Diego, and we're gonna you know, be seeing
2: them very soon. Yeah, we're gonna be
1: seeing them very soon. But amazing people, you know, consistent. Alfaker Fumari, you know, they're very consistent in their mm. flavors, and I do appreciate that because who wants to like buy something saying, "Oh, I really like this," and then you get it, and you're like. What the heck is this? Like, this isn't yes. what I remember. Yeah. It's so important you know, for
0: that consistency, 100%, right. because and if we you're not know, getting like, it, like, yeah.
1: That's a challenge for these brands that are smaller, especially. You know, I remember, like, I'm going to be totally honest here, like getting batches of Haze or Trifecta, you know, or Alchemist back in the day. You know that don't taste the same and you know it, it you know it a lot of these alchemist yeah, is the king out.
3: of inconsistency let's be real yeah but their
1: og batch was so freaking amazing it's like it hypes you up and you know i understand you know they're smaller brands their operations aren't so big and they're really putting a and lot
2: new yeah they and they're new so they don't have like...
1: the capital like you know these bigger brands and they're trying their best but sometimes the cut is inconsistent you know the flavoring is inconsistent and it happens but yeah. we realize like you know, it's the community really stepping up and saying, hey, I want to try something different. Let me make it. And I do appreciate that about this community is it's community driven. It's not just, oh, it's, you know, I'm gonna make a buck off of this. It's like, you know, like Brandon doing group buys, he didn't make any money off yeah. of it, but he did it and spent the time to do
2: those group buys.
1: So it'll expose us to something different. Mm-hmm. And that's
2: the cool thing with these events, you know, from Shisha Meetup to HEW to after hours, is that we get to meet with the people behind these brands right there and we get to give them our feedback and a lot of it when it's in person, they really listen, you know? So they're listening
1: listening a lot more now because this community is so enthusiast driven. Back in the day it'd be like, No, we're a business, we're just gonna sell what we feel like we Mm -hmm. wanna sell. And now it's like, you know, you see all these vendors and it's, you know, stuff that we actually wanna buy. Yeah. So in the long run it's better for them. Yeah. Because they're actually catering to us and not just you know, your hookah smoker who's just starting out is just like, oh, I'm going to buy like the cheapest thing.
0: Yeah, you do need bro- to have <laughs> the enthusiast there as well, right? Like the casual and the regulars that are going to buy just because they're going to buy are obviously the larger portion of the market. But you have to have the enthusiast there as well because we're the ones that are going to talk about these things to help grow different aspects of it. I mean, I think that we do a good job of creating the hype and building on that. If it's something good, it sticks around for a long time. Yeah, go right ahead, Neve, go right ahead. That and
1: I feel like it's such we've made such progression as a community in the U.S. especially that we, you know, we all kind of joke and like, know you good. know, the enthusiast market is like one percent of the market. Right. But I feel like we're increasing that percentage every year with, you know, doing stuff with Hookah Chamber and like creating awareness and just brands getting out there. Expo, you know, enthusiasts getting together, meeting up and talking and, you know, YouTubers and, you know, podcasters like you're doing that. You know really creating that awareness like anywhere you could be in the world
2: you can can watch these videos and educate yourself and And just kind
1: of bring yourself up
2: to date a really unique experience that we have with the hookah industry is we have influencers we have podcast hosts we have content creators and we're such a small tight-knit community that in other industries those people are going to be way up here and the regular people aren't going to have access to them whereas we are all friends we all support each other we get to meet these people we get to collab with each other we get to do all this fun stuff yeah and i think that's what's really cool about us being such a small enthusiast community is we wouldn't see that in other other communities or hobbies
3: yeah. I, I think that brings in another question is that you know we have our tight-knit community of enthusiasts right and Um, I think when we increase our enthusiast community, it's by ones and twos, it's not like by hundreds and thousands. And I think, you know, a question I have to like our industry leaders are like, how do we grow that enthusiast community? How do we uh, create new customers? Yeah. Right. Which uh, I think Fumari kind of like cracked the code on that a little bit is that they brought hookah to non-hookah events, right? They have done beer festivals and things like that where they just set up shop you know just give have it a shot tastings. have some tastings you like hookah hookah can pair with beer tried it. come try it pair it with wine mm-hmm. you know let's let's see if we can actually do something and where that's we something can... we need that's exactly i think you know we have our enthusiast uh meetups like tsm and hew but the real question is, is that in order to grow that enthusiast community we need to put ourselves in positions and places where hookah is not found yeah, mm-hmm. and they can see it and they'd be like, I want to try that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And
1: yeah, yeah. The only way and to grow looks-
0: the hookah industry and the community and the people around it is by giving it to people who don't smoke hookah. That's the only way to grow it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it, a, and I, yeah. Go ahead. Real quick. We were talking to or I was talking to Eddie last night and he was talking about his experiences where he lives and he's connected with a lot of lounge owners. He's friends with them. And the great thing is, is he's slowly been able to change the culture of hookah in his area. So out with the quick lights, bring in coconut coals, 80 feet bowls. And they're slowly upgrading just because he's there saying, hey, you need to try this. Mm-hmm. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: there's something better out there
2: yeah and for me being a lounge owner you know when we first had open vapor we had a lot of lack of knowledge and so going to the hew and going to tpe and meeting people you really grow and learn but some of these lounges don't even know that that's out there they don't know that there's these expos and conventions where you can go and learn um they aren't looking up youtube videos it's just something i'd never thought of until i got really into the groups and i was like oh there's people that make hookah videos what and I think that's our duty, honestly, as enthusiasts.
1: It is our sole duty to bring new people into the fold. Like, I spent so much time um, last year at HEW um, 4.5. Tangiers had, like, a lounge setup where you can go smoke. Uh, you know, Hookah John had his little lounge setup. Sitting there, I met so many new people. You know, the time was really short. And you can only talk about Hookah so much in a yeah. short period of time. But getting to meet people from different parts of the country. I didn't realize so many people were out from Charlotte, North Carolina, where, you know, I'm close to and, and just Atlanta. educated. Yeah, in Atlanta and just these catering companies yeah. or people from lounges and it's just it's our duty to educate them
2: and bring them into the group. And bring know? them
1: into the group. Like I've connected with so many people in Charlotte and I was able to actually um the Peace Pipe, which is a local lounge to me. My uh one of my friends owns it and he actually used to work for me when we were in the restaurant industry. And it's just cool how you make these connections. And we were actually able to bring out Tangiers and Regal to the Peace Pipe during their Regal tour um, this past year. And Mm -hmm. it's just phenomenal that, you know, just a little bit of conversation can bring about such huge changes. And even if we bring just one person into the fold, sounds like a cult, but it's not. (laughs) Just one person into the fold, that person, depending on their experience, will talk to their friends and they'll talk to their friends And then they'll be like, oh, let's check out Hookah John's website. Hey, let's check out Hookah University on Facebook. Let's see what they're talking about. It has to
2: be a collaborative effort. Yeah, and it's just, it's a
1: continuous learning experience for all of us. But really to bring on new faces and new folks like on board, even if they'll never smoke hookah again, now they have the awareness of what our community is about. It's about camaraderie. It's about friendship. It's about, you know, sharing a smoke and connecting and just talking about our lives and just winding down. It's not just oh, I'm going to spend, you know, $20, $30 for a bowl. Like, Like when you go to a bar and you just have a couple of drinks, it's like, it's not for just that. It's a whole experience of bonding with your friends, meeting new people, and really getting to connect. And that's what I think our community is really about is, human connection yeah yes. that's why
0: everybody should be sharing this video to everybody not just to other hookah everybody. smokers <laughs> not just other hookah smokers but share this on your facebook pages share this yeah. in person with other people share it to anybody that, that might even have yeah. a tiny bit interest
2: <laughs> I you know my mom doesn't smoke mom. hookah but she supports fully and she got so excited she's like why are you leaving the house so early so i set up her computer she set a timer for 9 a.m so if you're watching right now, hi. Love, and, and honestly, like, we look, love you mom.
1: Yeah. and tethered. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I, I said earlier, like I haven't spoke to you in nine months, but I talk to you guys every day, you know, every week and just planning this event. And, you know, I'm going through, you know, some family crisis issues right now, but you know, I drove an hour and a half down here because today's my day off from the hospital. And it's really like helping me ground myself and relax and really reset myself to deal with life. And yeah. it's,
2: I'm not going to cry, support. I promise. Aww. But it's
1: just, you know, the the amount Thank of support you. that I get from my friends that I've met from this community. You know, Brandon and I started talking like five, six years ago. Oh, you yeah. know, Neve and I met at the ho- first Hookah Expo, but yeah. we were talking before that, yeah. aka Flower Crown Queen over here. <laughs> back in the thl days and sisters you know like it's it's been so fortunate to me these friendships are not fake guys like they're genuine just because you on somebody
2: i go on vacation more with hookah people than i do my own family so sorry but But, you know like these are genuine (sighs) friendships guys like seriously like matt
1: i met for the first time at hookah expo paul i met for the first time last year and i have been talking to that guy for three four years You know, I'm, and it's just I'm, I'm going to so, be in someone's
2: wedding that I met through. Hooga. Yeah,
1: but it's to, like, I'm so know. grateful too. that Hookah has for given me the opportunity <laughs> oh, to yeah, meet such not, awesome there, people that I would have never met otherwise. So shout out to everybody, you know, at Hookah University, all the Hookah groups that have come and gone. Um, I would have <laughs> never been able to connect with such amazing friends if <laughs> not for the Hookah community.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I'll cheers to that. Confidential, yeah, oh, yeah she's exactly. Bullshots to she's that, her. exactly. Yeah, I completely oh, agree. Oh, 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 right, confidential info, I believe, might be somebody's mama. It says, Mama Hookah, you're in very big trouble. It says, Neve, you look uh, spectacular and high brand. And it was great to see you at the Hookah meetup uh, and so many new brands as well. I'm not sure who confidential info <laughs> is, but big shout out to them stopping by and saying hello. This has been an amazing talk. I think that we've rounded a lot of really interesting topics and there's obviously more that we can always talk about. Um, if you are interested in sh- in coming and sharing a hookah with one of us and talking about these different things, please come to the after hours event or any other I know, I thing like that's can... happening around the world.
3: Let's talk more about the after hours. Really events. quick. We got yeah. yeah.
0: Please do. Please do.
3: <laughs> so what do we expect guys for the, for the uh, after hours party? We got catering from, from Sally, which is going to be extraordinary. We have a tequila sponsor, we have signature drinks, we have uh, hookah catering that's going to be there. We got industry we leaders, pool. they got great, pool. we got a great film crew that's going to be there. Dutch Master, shout out to Dutch uh, for being there and uh, going to uh, make some really good content out of that. Shout out to you, obviously, Matt, because you're going to be there and it's going to be uh, obviously next level since you're going to be there. Um, shout, shout, Elo. Out, shout out to Elo for you know uh, getting that tequila sponsor on brand and helping us uh, get things together. Um, you know we we put forth a lot of work and effort, guys. I I, I cannot express how many hours that Paul Brack and myself, you know, Neve Sally, the whole team have a, a, lot. a lot of time and effort into bringing this to you guys, and uh, we hope. Uh, all I see all of you at the after hours party be able to fucking hang out, chill, smoke, uh, have good conversations about whatever you know. And you know, I really, um, I know it's going to be a great success because I know you guys are behind it for sure. And uh, if it wasn't for our team, like we wouldn't be able to pull off what we did. No. So, um, thank big ups to, a lot, big ups to the sponsors. And big ups to, you know, our, our, our ticket holders that are that are out there buying the tickets and stuff like that. It really helps us out, cover the costs. Uh, you know, you're going to get a swag bag. You know, we got to make sure we mention that. And, and it's,
2: shout out to the people. This is, I, I could be wrong, but we have a decent sized number of people coming internationally.
3: Absolutely. So we
2: have some UK sponsors. UK some sponsors. UK... Who would have thought? And it's not just one. It's a couple. So it's yeah, like, this is awesome we have, that we're able to share we have, this with them. Yeah.
3: We even have like indonesia coming to the spot you know what yeah. i mean yeah. like they're like they're like yeah. hey we're, we're a charcoal company and we want to send you out some samples and sponsor the event and you know tell us what you think of it and blah 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 and you know maybe that might create something uh business-wise in the future for somebody else partnership. you know yeah people that want to like come into the fold and you know get things going and to like our increase our footprint a little bit you know i i really really am so grateful that we have these like overseas sponsors as well right? That are just like, you know what? I want to be a part of that. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. You know, even though that you're thousands of miles away and market share might not be, you know, worth the, worth the money, but you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful that we have the platform to be able to appeal to the international community yeah. as well. Right. And hopefully in the future, maybe we'll have some Czech partners, maybe we'll have some Russian partners, which we, uh, which we're already working on. And, you know, just to kind of like making it a worldwide thing
2: you know and that's what it's about is bringing all of us together and i hope for everyone my biggest hope is getting to travel internationally i had so much fun you know getting to go to russia with brandon and getting to go to germany with george so with that being said you know next year let's start talking about these uh german and spain shows i want to go together
0: i want to go i want to be a part of this (laughs) i want to (laughs) go Yeah. And,
2: let's do it and also what your experience is going to be like
1: you're going to get a wristband at check-in so you're going to call up to the house everyone's going to uber bring because, an id yeah bring an id please god bring an id bring your swimsuit if you want you please
3: know, god bring it we uber. have
1: towels but bring a swimsuit and a towel if you want to swim but when you check in you're going to arrive by uber we're not going to let anybody park there just no is no yeah. there is no for parking there is no parking yeah for safety reasons it, you know, you know if you guys need an uber pool do it you know it's las vegas there's ubers everywhere lifts everywhere so You arrive, you're gonna get to the door, you're gonna get checked in, your name's gonna be on a list, you're gonna get a wristband, okay? Your wristband is, what you're gonna use to make sure you can get your drinks. We're gonna hole punch every time you get a beverage. Right now we're capping off at four, but the more we talk, we might increase to five, just depending on how everyone's doing. Okay.
3: One drink per hour sounds. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. drink per hour
1: yeah. is pretty reasonable. But you know, if if people can hold their alcohol and we can have a good time without it getting out of hand, then you we're know and I might talk about that and have that discussion. But you know, you're gonna walk around, you're gonna see your vendors out there, you're gonna see hookah University members, especially the the events committee, we're gonna be walking around carrying coals, packing bowls. Yep. You know, Matt was very very adamant
2: on, hey, if you need me, let me know. So and if you see Matt, Matt is amazing. Yeah. When he says that, he one hundred and million percent means it. Yeah. He so helped if, me so much. So. Yeah. So if Matt's
1: walking around and you need something, like Matt, let me know. Like a- of our our events committee so yeah you know and there's gonna be to a lot of content of
2: creating happening there's gonna be a lot of interviews a lot of you know reels and TikToks and everything so be yeah. prepared and it's and be please
1: fun. if you haven't met us yet or if you don't know us please come up to us and say hi like For that's sure. like the highlight of our day when you come up to us and say hey we saw you on youtube hey seeing seen you in Hooker university hey i don't know who you are but can can i introduce myself to you like come yeah. and talk to us that's that's the pr- purpose of this event and also, we're trying to make this an extension of Hookah Expo Worldwide. Like, without Hookah Expo Worldwide, we wouldn't be doing any of this. So, I just want everybody to keep in mind, like, we don't want this to be seen as like a separate event for Hookah Expo Worldwide. The timing of this event is so that everyone who attended Expo can come afterwards yeah. and have a place to chill. Because you can
2: go have dinner. Get yeah, ready, go have relax, dinner and come and then chill come with to us. The after party, and know? it's
1: just, you know, our hookah community is growing, and there's so many places that you could go, you know, and. We're just trying to provide an extra safe space <laughs> for us to party and have a good time. And and for a really affordable yeah. price. Yeah.
2: Vegas, you know, expensive. So expensive clubs, lounges. Yeah, but please, you like, know. if you're going to be in
1: Vegas, like, go to Expo. Like, that's the reason why we're there is to, like, meet everybody and have
2: a good time with Come our to vendors. the Regal booth. Yeah, come to the Regal booth. and we're re- We've just released. Tisha at the Shisha meetup. So come try it at and, Hookah Expo. And that stuff is amazing.
1: I actually got some Tisha when um, George was in Charlotte. That stuff is amazing. Very good. But really like just it's about camaraderie, right? So come out and say hello to us and this event, that's what it's about. Yeah. So you know, we have a pool. I think there's a water slide, there's a hot tub. Yeah. I'm actually gonna have drink troughs like in the pool so you guys can stay hydrated while you're smoking. So there's gonna be some water, some soda. Be some is cold. John going to remember. be
0: there? Is what somebody just asked in the chat. Here's how, how here's how this is gonna happen. Everybody that sees John, go up to him and be like, Oh, I can't wait to see you at the after hours event. Everybody that sees him, roll everybody roll
2: everybody,
0: roll everybody walk up to him and be like, Oh, John, yeah. it's so nice to meet you. It's great to be here. So happy for the hookah expo worldwide. I can't wait to see you at the after hours event.
1: Yeah, when you tell him that, say, hey, Hookah University has been talking about coming to Expo this entire time. They want people from Expo to like come to this event and people from our event to go
2: to expo and i've talked to john about this that you know be because so there's been a lot of after parties <laughs> over the years and sometimes john doesn't make it to the after parties he's live at a bar and i get it so he said he's going to try his best to make it but how, but, how epic but would nah, it be, be, be
0: kidnap john is that no. what i heard everyone no say excuses.
2: No, really no excuses no excuses.
1: How epic would it be if John did a hookah John circle of friends live from our after hours party? Like that's like the roots. Most of us started off in hookah John circle of friends. I did. That was my first group. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, no, no, it was John Nador. I'm talking to you and I'm, you know, I've met most of your family and I've met you and you're a super cool guy. Please come to our event. Even if it's for five minutes, just to come say hi. Cause we're really,
2: bring Renee. Yeah.
1: We're really throwing this event to support your event. So I don't want you to feel like you have any qualms about coming out and saying hello. Like, literally, we're doing this for you and the rest of the hookah community so we can bring us all together.
0: Everybody on the count of three, say, John, oh, can't of John. wait to see you there. One, two, three. John, John can't, can't wait, wait to see, to see, see you there. there. All right, we'll I'm going to clip that. Shot, I'm going to yeah, clip uh, that and post shot, it John. everywhere. Everywhere.
3: What? Yeah, we'll do bowl shots out of 80-feet bowls if he shows Maybe. Up. <laughs> oh!
0: I'll do that. No, Somebody bring
1: a bottle of Dow, okay? Yeah. He'll
2: that's do a how we'll <laughs> <laughs> attract him. It's just
0: the, the smell of Dow in the air. He'll just come fluttering over. I'm
2: I'm not so. sponsored.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Morning Hookah Show. I'm so excited to be hanging out with you guys in just two weeks. It's going to be a fantastic time at the After Hours event at Hookah Expo Worldwide. If anybody wants to find you on the interwebs, where can they do that? We'll start off with Sally. Where can people find you online? So,
1: I. Haven't been creating a lot of content lately, but you can find me on Hookah University on Facebook. I am one of the moderators and a group expert. You can find me on YouTube and Instagram under the Shisha Savage. So
2: go check me out. Um and yeah, but underneath. Awesome. Um Neve? Instagram, TikTok, Shisha with Neve, and Instagram, Shisha Meetup, the Shisha Meetup, if you're looking for future events, possibly.
3: tell okay. oh, me? You can just find me at Hookah University. I don't do anything else.
2: Your YouTube she should be amazing. on Borders. It was Looks amazing, like that. Yeah. was it's,
3: amazing. It's
2: coming back. When? Hookah Expo Worldwide 5. <laughs> We're going to be doing some videos now that you're here.
3: OK, well, we'll, so we, we'll we talked
2: We talked about some about lounge reviews
0: she should be on borders okay find me on
3: youtube all
2: right go
0: look up she should be on borders all the content is evergreen it's fantastic stuff go check it out
2: you guys are gonna get so much fomo just watching his videos yeah yeah, go and
0: make sure you're 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 there at hook expo to enjoy the hookah battle as well like i said there's gonna be two days of events that are going to be happening around hookah battle including hookah battle classic which is going to happen on the second day it's going to be a ton of fun um i think that's about it any final words
1: um, other than we're bowing out at Hookah Battle this year. I'm sorry, Matt. We're only bowing out to really focus our energy on this event. But next year, understand. Nev and I are already talking about next year's expo and awesome. um, us entering next year. So you will. this is not the last of the Shisha Sisters. You will see them again. But yes, um, yes. definitely see us at the after party. Yes. Thank you, Matt, for giving us the time and space to like really talk about our event and kind of talk about our individual hookah journeys. Always. And go check out the vlog from the shisha meetup that Matt did. It's amazing. Yes, yeah. Just go, go check video. out all of Matt's videos because oh, Matt fun. spends a lot of time editing and creating content, and we appreciate so it. He is such a consistent like presence in
2: our community. So thank you, Matt.
0: I love being here. It's a lot of fun, thank and you it's
2: a platform to spread spread all our messages on a monthly basis i appreciate it
0: (laughs) always always and for sure man this is great i I love having anybody um on the the show and it's been fantastic to have neve on multiple times as of recent which has just been so cool like
2: every time i go on your show something drastic happens afterwards so who knows you know maybe i'll build a hookah rocket ship to the moon or something after this one she's gonna talk (laughs) to elon musk after this oh
0: i see i see how that's gonna work all right well i'll give you a ticket Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and being part of the Morning Hookah show. Make sure if you're not already subscribed, go to youtube.com slash morning hookah and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you share the video with everybody and anybody hit that bell icon so you the you know the moment that we go live and new videos get posted. Thank you to Sally, the Shisha Savage. Thank you, Neve, Shisha with Neve, and thank you, Brandon. She should be on borders for hanging out with me on today's episode. I appreciate you guys so very much. And until next time, guys, well, I'll see you when the smoke clears. Bye.
2: Bye.